Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Cafecito with Rosie on Air, where I share with you my pure, positive and inspiring ideas. My name is Rosie Paulson and I'm the owner of Rosie Paulson Enterprises. My brand promise, knowledge, connection, success. My heart with my business is to be able to provide passionately tips so people and business owners can succeed in this thriving economy. Today, I have one of my really good friends, Ludmiwa, with me, and we are going to share a story, and let me tell you a little bit about her. Her and I met um, maybe about um, a year or two ago at a building that I used to service. We both used to live there together. But she was starting with her coaching business, and I was blessed to start when she, um, when she began. And I have seen her grow through social media. And even though we both have moved out to different locations, she has been thriving and she has increased her business, her presence. And she is now helping many, many women with um, what she's going to be sharing with us today. Good afternoon, Lumiwa. How are you? Thank you, Rosie. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, I, I just got to tell you that I am so excited that I was able to invite you and in, in, in to be able to have you in my show tonight because we have come a long way. We started working together perhaps on January, and I always tell people that the best, uh, my saving grace uh, during the pandemic was to be able to work with you um, because so we um, uh pinpoint things that I really wasn't aware, but you were able to coach me through it. So tell me a little bit about who Lubmila is, where you're coming from because of your accent, and what <laughs> brought you here, and what kind of like, tell me about your family. Hi, yes, so I, I'm honored that I could be your coach and support you through this um, very challenging for many periods in our history. And um, you have made an enormous progress. So I want to thank you for choosing me as your coach and I want to congratulate you on your progress. It's a commitment to becoming the better version of yourself during pandemic. So um, I come from Poland, I'm half Russian and I grew up in Poland you know, through my childhood. Uh, my dad died when I was three, so I was raised by a single mom. And then at the age of 19, I decided I will move uh, to another country, still in Europe, but I moved to Belgium as au pair with an idea of staying there for one year, learning a little bit about the language that they speak their Dutch. And the idea was to go abroad, learn the language, come back home and pursue a degree in languages. But as we know with life, we can plan. <laughs> we, can, we can plan and, you know, we can have a vision for our life. And sometimes um, life offers us ideas and cues that take us somewhere else. So instead of going back home at the age of 20, I stayed in Belgium and I went to college there. So I pursued a degree in translation and I graduated um, with masters in translation in three languages. I also pursued some education in intercultural communication because that seemed very practical and I always want to understand people, people's behavior, um, the psychology of human behavior and also how people from different cultures and um, historical background 
communicate and uh, can connect better with each other and understand each other. So um, I graduated in Belgium and then I found the job and I started my working career. Few years in, I met my American husband who was sent to Belgium with his American company. And um, the rest is the history. We got married there in Antwerp and our first son was born there. And when he was three years old, we moved to California. We spent four years in California. It was for my husband's job where um, we had our second son. And um, being without family, both my family uh, was in Europe. His family was in Michigan and Wisconsin. I felt um, pretty lonely at some point with two children. Um, I felt lonely. I felt like I'm losing myself. And um, I think it was the low point of my motherhood, I would say. And, <laughs> and you know, we all, we all maybe can, can recognize ourselves in, in one of the stories that we can tell about motherhood that it's amazing and it's you know the best job you will ever have but it is also so demanding and we need a community and we need support and at the time point it was only me and my husband so I started slipping slipping down the road of being very reactive um, emotional eating feeling pretty much just disconnected from myself and of course as we know we all need somebody at some <laughs> yeah. point when we need support so when I was that person for you my mom my mom came to visit and she shook me up a little bit she said you know my daughter this is not who you are you really need to start taking care of yourself and so I um, started to pick myself up and rewriting the story of myself again and going back to who I am now as a mother um, through movement, first through movement, um, I started mentoring with um, Dina Juve, who is a, um, a fitness star, and she, she also works with Women's Health Magazine. Uh, I became a certified credible uh, trainer, and I trained at her studio in, in Fresno, California for a year. And then we moved to Tampa, Florida, where I am right now, and... I always pursue more learning and more education uh, with an idea and a thought of how can I help more women. Mm -hmm. And the physical physical fitness was amazing and it helped me with the energy level, but it didn't solve for all the other challenges that I was facing in life. How to you know, be a professional person, how to have a great marriage and still be a wonderful mom. Um, I seemed very overwhelmed. And, yeah. then and then coaching came into my lap and it was a solution for the mental emotional challenges that I was facing. And I dived in, I became a certified uh, life and weight coach with the life coach school. And I started my online business coaching car career women who, you know, are, who love their careers, who want to be successful, but they also want to balance the other three most important uh, things in their life, who is themselves, their marriage and their motherhood. So that's what we are doing right now. Yes. And awesome. And that's kind of one of the reasons why um, I decided to uh, do the uh, coaching with you, because um, when pandemic happened, it was either at the very beginning was, okay, there's two ways I'm going to come out of this pandemic. I'm going to mm -hmm. come out really, really fat 
or I'm going to be able to uh, manage this weight issue. And it started with that, but then we, um, being such a driven individual, um, you were able to help me through that uh, part of feeling actually at one point um, like in a cage, right? Because I'm a social mm-hmm. butterfly and mm-hmm. I always want to be out and, and, and looking and talking to people. And now I'm having four months that I had to be in my house looking at my husband um, <laughs> and, you know, spending time with him um, and only him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I love my husband to death, but after about two or three weeks, I was ready to like, hey, what's new out there? So technically you help women that are, they have very high demanding jobs or, or um, things that they, you know, mm-hmm. uh, careers and mm-hmm. High achievers, mm-hmm. and then you help them balance everything like motherhood. For me, I, motherhood is is since I'm a, a mother of adult children, um, is not the the day to day with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the I do believe that my marriage was also saved because I was taking my husband for granted, and you were able to kind of sh- help me to refocus myself. That without my husband, I also will not be where I am today. Um, and that is one of the things that also helped through this whole pandemic. Um, and I know you sometimes work with couples too. Um, so mm-hmm. tell me a little bit of that story because that, that's a good one too for people to know. Well, I think what happens when the pandemic um, in, a, in a real life, we are so busy. We are so busy with work and activities for children and everybody, you know, some of us have hobbies. So we we keep ourselves busy. We mm-hmm. we have we have activities to keep us busy. And when the pandemic hit, we were really forced to slow down. And um, for many people, it was very very challenging. For myself and my family, we didn't find it as difficult because we were already living a um, slower paced life. I would say more aware. So, but I know for majority of people, life stopped. It seemed like it stopped, and then. You can love your family as much as you want, but we were not made to spend so much time with them cooped up in a house. It will just, we are human, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, and it's only natural to start feeling annoyed with the people you are around. So you are not, you are not the only one <laughs> that has to deal with it, you know, it's very natural. So when I started coaching women through, um, through this pandemic, I had some of my clients uh, come to me and ask me if I would also help their husbands because what they were experiencing was exactly what you described in your own um, experience, I mean, in your own life and marriage, meaning I love my husband and I love my children and now we are home and it starts becoming too much for both of us. We feel emotionally exhausted. and people become very impatient. You know, it's just the human brain works this way. When when we feel fear, when we feel overwhelmed, we start noticing uh, things that we don't like about the other person because we had no space, no mental, emotional, physical space where we can go and um, engage in anything else that's what's in front of us. So very normal reaction. So I had two clients come to me and ask if I could do also um, to couple Uh, coaching. So it was my first time I did it during pandemic and it was wonderful because 
what it allowed for them to see is that they were both committed to their marriage. They both want to make it um, successful and they want to do it for themselves, also for their children. But just with the level of stress that the country and the world was going through, um, mm -hmm. they were losing the sight of their love, their life, their, their love, their commitment, their why. And um, it was very helpful to have an, somebody else that was not emotionally connected to them to mm -hmm. be an observer and just showing them what's happening. And that's that just their brain trying to protect them because brain thinks we are now in danger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, one of the things that I always um, share with people is uh, mm -hmm. when I bring my friends over, I don't want the perfect people, right? See, uh, mm -hmm. people see your life and they say, oh my gosh, she has it all together. And the reality is we don't have it all together. We have worked through things and that we work, uh, we, we uh, learn from them. And one of the things that I asked my, uh, my uh, guest in the show is, mm -hmm. um, are you, what was your biggest challenge in business or in, in mm -hmm. life? How did you were able to overcome it or are you still working through it? Mm -hmm. Yes, there is, there is nothing like perfection. It's just progress. That's what I also say. And you know, we, we see all of, all of it on social media, everything looks perfect, but we all know that it's just the, the first thing we can notice about people, right? And we don't want to put our mess out there. And it's, it's, we need to be in a small intimate space to be able to, to share what the struggle is. So we've been doing really well through pandemic for the first four months, I would say. And then the biggest challenge hit when my older son, who is in a full-time gifted program, um, I think it really hit him that he's not seeing friends. I think it became too hard for him emotionally and socially, being all the time in the house. And even though we would bike together and do stuff outdoors together as a family, as we say, we are social beings. We are social mm -hmm. beings. We need to be around people. And four months in, he started um, really struggling emotionally mm -hmm. and, and you know, saying, I hate this pandemic, this is horrible, and we knew the e-learning is going to start. So we really had to learn how to sit with the discomfort of, of, of him crying, of him struggling, and the only thing we could do is to say that we love him and yes it is very hard and that a lot of people are struggling and not everybody is made for e-learning and that's very normal and at the same time it was very hard to witness that it was very hard to witness you know we as mothers don't want our children to suffer of course it's a part of life um but when you don't have so much influence on what the schools will decide and what will happen and you see your child struggling um mm -hmm. It was it was um, demanding of us emotionally and mentally to support him and for us to stay centered, you know, mm -hmm. instead of um, you know drinking every night and <laughs> distracting ourselves with whatever is there available. Like we we really needed it was it was a lesson that we practiced, but it really demanded even more presence of us in the discomfort, in the discomfort of our child's um, very 
painful emotions and his whole body was reacting. I mean, he cooped up in a, almost a child pose, like when you carry a baby, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, we, we just, we just had to learn how to sit with it and, and how to make choices going forward when the schools opened that were the best choices for him and for us as a family, because I think a lot of moms struggled with that mm-hmm. and we struggled with it as well. We did, um, we decided to do e-learning for a week and mm-hmm. that's and that was the only week we could do it because he just couldn't do it emotionally mentally he was ready to go to school and so we had to pull the plug of okay we will send him to school whatever that will mean for us and him emotionally mentally that was so much better mm-hmm. and those i don't think those are decision anyone um made lightly Mm-hmm. during the pandemic but those you know every family had to make those their own decisions and I think that one was one that um yeah was challenging for us but we are you know and where are you at today in that well he's at school and he's really doing great so that was a good decision from mm-hmm. you know from that point um yes might be more exposed to the virus when at school who knows uh but emotionally and mentally so much better it's not no comparison even the teacher said um even the teacher mentioned he's thriving at school and i think i feel really bad for moms that don't have the choice because Mm -hmm. i speak to moms every day and i think especially with boys because boys are not meant to be learning through sitting all the time boys are more you know they, they move more they are more um just a little bit rough not in a bad way but it's just how it is. And I think it's very um, disturbing for many moms to see their sons struggling with e-learning. They become almost zombies and there are emotional um, challenges that come with it for the boys and mental challenges. And as mothers, we can do our best. And we also, painful to say, understand that this is the reality we are living in, you know, depending right. on which state you live in. So it's it's I applaud all the mothers and families that are you know, living this reality right now. Right. And one of the things that I admire for you, and then this is where we're going to go into the next part of the segment, which is some mm-hmm. tips. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I, I admire is that you do have a routine with your kids where you take them out either to um, uh, walk or to run the, uh, uh, run or ride their bike. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you do your own exercises, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's the routine and then you help them out, you know, with their with their uh, physical um, mm-hmm. Um, aspect of life mm-hmm. um, how did you how did that became part of your routine well I think I have to thank my mom for the physical we always uh, walked everywhere and even though I hated it as a child I think it's paying off right now greatly um, and I was always involved in sports but it's not just sports it's the way of life so when um, we go walking when we go biking we go uh, skating whatever we do physically we really have conversations that this is a part of life movement is a part of life we don't exercise uh, because we want to look a certain way we exercise because your body needs it your brain needs it your organs need it your heart needs it so um, i'm teaching both me and my husband we are teaching our boys that movement is not a chore and it's not a punishment movement is a privilege and if you are lucky enough to be able to move your body, this is what we will be doing. And so we started with walking and then biking. My boys started biking very early, three years old. Um, and 
it just became their norm. They're normal and they ask for it and they enjoy being outdoors. They love being outdoors. It's, you know, it makes them happy. It makes them happy. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for all that help. And um, if you can share one tip, one tip that people can use right now for, uh, you know, to improve their um, business or to improve their life, what, which one would that be? I would say have a lot of grace with yourself right now and have clarity. Mm -hmm. Clarity on how do you want to feel in your life or in your business when you are in it. So whatever is your business or your life, what is the feeling? Do, do, you, do you look for certainty, confidence, service? Uh, whatever that is, you need, to know, you need to know how you want to feel in your life or your business. And when you have that clarity and you know your why, you will have the grace for yourself to see sometimes it, it looks completely different, but I know what I'm aiming for. And when I'm aiming for this direction, most mm -hmm. of the time you will hit it. My friends, this is one of my quotes from the book. Clarity, the power you generate from focusing on what's most important. Remember, you are unique. The person that looks at you in the mirror is yourself and you need to become your biggest cheerleader your biggest supporter love that person in the mirror and i suggest for you today to do this exercise get into the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself and come up with 10 different qualities that you admire about you remember my friends you were created for a purpose that only you can fulfill. And with that, Lomila, how can people find you? Whether your phone number or uh, mm -hmm. your website, yeah. your social media platforms. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Ludmiwa, uh, Ludmiwa Woodruff. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, the same, Ludmiwa Woodruff. On Instagram, my phone number is 559 nine zero seven five 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 two and my email address is ludmiwa woodruff coaching at gmail.com well ludmiwa thank you so much for this time thank you for um, all these great tips that you have given me and i looking forward to having some more time and pick up our uh, where we left off on our coaching thank you so much and you have a wonderful afternoon bye ludmiwa bye thank you so much rosie for having me